we are live and we are recording. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Black Wall Street. It's been a while, but uh, I guess a lot has taken place this summer. We've got a bunch of summer updates for you guys. Busy summer, busy, busy summer. Very busy. We're, we're sorry, um, you know, but we wanted to get an episode up before the end of the summer. Uh, sure, it's still you. August. Still August. It's still it's almost Labor Day. Almost Labor Day weekend. Um, but I guess this is the last. Uh, is it the last week of summer? I guess. Like not not the you know like the Labor, like, Labor Day is next weekend. So yeah. I guess for like partying. The official New, in New York. This is like the last weekend of the summer. Everyone's like, if you're going back to school, you probably done that this week. Um, yeah, people left the school. My my little sister went to school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's about that, about that time. It's that to my, my, my little sister is a, is now a freshman at our alma mater. Um, shout out, shout outs to her. Yeah, man, that's... How do you I, feel about that, knowing all that you know? No, no. About your alma mater, how do you feel? I can only, I can only, um, I can only, honestly, I can only uh, give you information. Yeah, I can only give you information, like... <laughs> That's you. What you choose to do with the information I give you is is completely up to you. But I'm going to tell you the real. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you um, probably. I can explain every single situation that you encounter in Albany because I think I think we've all been there and seen it all. Um, you know, we've seen a lot. We've seen, we've seen a lot. lot. Like, we definitely have seen a lot, um, and we made it through. That's, <laughs> that's, that's in four years. Yeah, in we made it through four years. Um, right on time. You know, got jobs right out of college, so I think we did okay. We survived the the uh, the, uh, the storm, um, but uh, yeah. So I guess this episode we really wanted to. I guess um, we don't really have any topics prepared, um, which is unusual. But you know, since it's been a very busy summer um, for both you and I, I thought we you know provide those life updates and changes um, and, and what's been going on as of late. Um, you want me to start? You want? How do you want to? How do you want to? I think you've had some bigger moves, so you can go. Some bigger and moves. Um, kick us off. <laughs> so, uh, what are we? Let's start with the let's start with the home front. The home front. You want? Uh, I think. Well, that starts with. I think you got to talk work first and then home front because. All right. It's it's your life. That's <laughs> what my mom tells me. Tell your story. Uh, so when I, I quit my job. Um, this was everyone loves to say that. Don't no, no say it like that. Don't say it like that. Don't say like you quit without a plan. Without a game plan, just like, I quit my job. You know, yeah, you, know to... you, you wasn't gangster about it. Nah, nah, no. You no. was you was well thought out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I quit my job um, towards the end of June. Um, I had lined up a position um, at CNN, which um, is fits more to my background. Uh, so I do a lot of the. Well, my role right now is, is a financial analyst. I'm doing a lot of the budgeting for uh, different shows and programming and launching new new shows and programming. So, um, so whenever you're ready, I'm ready to meet Angela. Angela Rye. again. <laughs> Angela. And Angela Rye, I think she I think she works in the DC. If she if she's ever in the office, she's she's gonna be more so DC based. Um, but that that said, uh, you know, I think now I can kind of have an honest conversation. Um, more so about work because one thing I, I talked about when, when I went on my job interview for this uh, specific role, I talked about the podcast. Um, that's something I kind of shied away when um, I was over at uh, Bank of America. Um, my, uh, yeah, so the last, I guess, for the majority of this year, uh, from January up until June, I've been looking for a new job. 
Um, <laughs> and it's January to June. It feels so good to say that, like openly. Like, yeah, I was looking for a new job from January six months. It took me six months to finally nail something I felt comfortable with. Um, you know, there were there were opportunities, there were job interviews, there were things I was taking a look at. Uh, but at the end of the day, I thought that this was. I sound like a free agent or a, or a player who just signed with you deal. Like, I felt like this was the best opportunity for me and my family. You just made a new move. Yeah, no, it was, it's definitely an exciting time. I've been on the job for about three weeks or so now. Um, it's a change, change in pace, change in, uh, I guess, just product. You know, it, it, for me, finance is always going to be finance when you look at numbers. But just what you're calculating, what you're taking a look at, what you're examining on a day-to-day basis, I think it's just more um, It's more intriguing. It's going to be, I think, a, a better a better fit, and as well as also joining more so Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of opportunity to, opportunity within Turner. So, if, you know, I work if I want to work for CNN and and eventually maybe branch out to somewhere else in Turner, I think that's also a possibility. So, um, you know, definitely excited and happy about the move. Uh, but that said, that process, I don't think a lot of people understand that process of, like, finding a new job and how uh, tough it is out of college, like when you're when you when you're like when you're in college and finding a job full time, right? I think it's a lot more easier because you have career services. Yeah, and, and a lot of people want to hire right off the campus. Exactly, exactly. There's there's um, you know once you're working a little bit, then there becomes well, you don't want to, especially if you're looking at like switching to something different. Like you don't want to take like maybe an entry level position that may you may have to take a pay cut. You're never taking a pay cut when you're coming right out of college. There's no such thing. Yeah. So, like, you're starting from zero. So exactly. Only going up. Exactly. So like when you factoring all those different things, um, it, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like it was times where I, I went like a whole month where I just kind of quit on it. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try to stay put and whatever happens, happens. But um, I guess... You know, you just keep at it, and eventually the right, the right, and I tell everyone, everyone who's ever, like, really seriously, like, tried to look or switch jobs, it's not an easy process, because your connections, most of your connections are, are where you're working at currently. Especially coming out of school. Yeah. Yeah, your connections aren't up there, like, like that. Um, so Typically speaking. Typically speaking, yeah, yeah. Like, I had connections, all my connections happened to be either, like, big for accounting, or all the big banks, like, there's, I, there was no in-between, I didn't have any, I didn't have any, um, I had no one within, like, the world of media to sort of, uh, guide me, like, this is a job I literally applied online, got a phone call, did a phone interview, got called in for a first-round interview, got called in again for a second-round interview, and, uh, you know, kept my fingers crossed, prayed on it, and voila, um, New job. New job, man. New job. And that inspired, <clears throat> also that inspired, um, that inspired a, a, a new move as well. But before I, before I touch on that, I want you to sort of, uh, you know, you recently, because um, I think we're, 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 our career paths are very similar, but we took, I guess, approaching like this two-year mark. It took different turns. It's a two, two, two different turns, yeah. So, you know, you want to talk on uh, what's been going on for you? Not really. <laughs> but but I, I guess that wouldn't be the point of this thing. Nah. Um, yeah, I recently was up for promotion. 
Um, that's, a big, that's a big deal. deal Mark. That's yeah. a big deal, man. Yeah, it is. Things can go left. You can stay with people stay put. Like you cannot get promoted. You cannot get promoted, man. And you you gotta wait it out for like who knows, like a year, another year, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So it was an interesting process. Never, never really felt. I'm not, you know, never really the person who goes to kiss butt yeah, and yeah. do that kind of thing. We just kind of did my thing, going out there. And I figured it would come to me naturally. Yeah. Um, and it didn't per se. So we faced some struggles along the way. Um, had to, if you figure it's at the two year mark for the promotion, you mm-hmm. figure at about six months, I put up a little red, not a red flag, but you know, a little, little yellow flag, you know, yeah. little, little warning. Got a, got a game plan for it a certain way. And then at about like the eighteen month mark, there was some like response on the other side saying the same thing. Mm. Had to put in work for the last like six months. It really grinded out. Yeah, had to put in some work. It was rough. <laughs> it was annoying some days. Yeah. Well, you know, stuck at that, stuck it out, made it through. Nah, it's got the promotion. So things are. Things are looking good for the next couple of months, at least. <laughs> that's, that's how it always is, right? But yeah, not, you not cross this hurdle just to make yeah. it to the next hurdle. No, that, that's that's real, though, because um, no matter how you, I guess, are designing, because we're all basically designing this career. No one knows what the final product's going to look like. It's kind of like you're just making this painting and seeing what sticks or what colors sort of flow and go together. Um, but essentially, like... What getting promoted does, get, what, what a promotion does for you is it really elevates you in the sense that if you decide to, hey, maybe I don't want to be here long term, you want to go somewhere else. The fact that now you have on your resume, it's not, it's not just, hey, I worked at X, Y, and Z and just did what I needed to do and that's it. It's no, I did what I needed to do. I went above and beyond what I needed to do because you can see that through, hey, I was promoted. You know, you know it's not just me being stagnant and doing the status quo. It shows initiative. Um, so that speaks volume anywhere you go. If you want to, if you ever decide, like, hey, I want any opportunity, that really, that really helps bring your resume to uh, to light is the fact that you know you now have senior or or whatever new title um, on your resume. No, definitely, it's just a, a new experience, a new um, angle of seeing the world of the professional world that you're in. So it is interesting to see the promotional side, but. Yeah, and, and one thing I'll touch is that in, in the, at least in the business that we're in, right? Which is, I guess, um, finance the financial business uh, of things. Like uh, the way it works at a lot of these companies is, by the time you get up to two years, something it's got to be give or, or take. Like you can't you can't end up in the same situation. Ideally, you do not want to be in the same exact situation past two years that you were for the last two years. You don't want to be stagnant for more than two years. You have to either, I guess get that promotion or try to get the hell up out of there. Like one or the other, you can't, I guess just be in that status quo position. Um, some people end up in that way, but uh, you know, it, it's something that you, it's really, that's the, that's the, for, for at least our area. And I'm sure a lot of other industries are like that as well, but at least in our area, um, two years, that benchmark is like, and you fully have a grasp on, you know, what the trajectory is. At that yeah. Point. And your positioning and how you're viewed. So, 
No, that, that's that's that. Yeah, so those are a couple of um, I guess work updates, and uh, it's good to at least you know now finally have those answers because we and we've talked about this off offline. Dominant Yeah, yeah, but like we were both like sweating, like we were both like, yo, we don't know what's entering two thousand eighteen. We really did not know what. What's what would be the outcome at, at all? At all. Like, we still don't know what's going to be in 2019, but, but, like, we, like, if you, starting this year, if you told me, like, you know, do you have an idea where you're going to be in, like, six months? I would tell you I really have no idea. I really am just taking it by ear, you know. Um, but, you know, things worked out for both of us. Um, and just, like, grind. And that's, that's the most important thing that I think the main takeaway is just grind. And you'll be surprised what you can reap. Um. But that said, I also want to share. Um, so I recently invaded your neighborhood and gentrified it. Not my neighborhood. It's not your neighborhood. You don't know about me. I live like fifteen minutes away from you. It's not my neighborhood. <laughs> I live fifteen minutes away. We're, now we're, we're we're closer than ever now. Like, you live several neighborhoods away from me. I, I guess like you live several neighborhoods away. From me. I live in your borough now. What's up? You do live in my borough. Yeah, boy. Yeah. You are gentrified. You are I'm, a gentrifier. I'm officially a gentrifier. Um, I hope you're proud of yourself. Absolutely, because I'm bringing money into the neighborhood. Part of the problem. Not I am solution. part of the solution. I'm bringing money. What do you want? <laughs> what else do you want? I'm part of the problem. Not the I eat locally. Like I'm putting money into the into the economy. Like simmer down. That's that's. You need to relax, sir. Oh man, that so. Um, to the listeners, once I got word that I was gonna um, that I was taking this new job opportunity. Um, just even coming into this year, it's been on my mind to eventually move out. I've never, I don't think, I think last time we talked about living situations was probably like when we first started. Possibly. So, yeah. You know, I was, I was living at home in Long Island, um, and commute sucked. <laughs> like, commute sucked. like an hour and a half, two hours. <sighs> hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, because there's times where like things, because you know, like, especially like if you ever deal with like Long Island Railroad, for example. I don't, but continue. But it's like on scheduled time, right? So you know, how like the subway comes, hopefully every like seven, six to seven, like six to seven minutes. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, you know. But uh, like Long Island Railroad has got like set times, right? So like, let's say you're leaving work, you got to catch that five thirty p.m. train, right? So you can't leave. You can't leave work at five thirty. You got to leave work, give or take, like fifteen or twenty minutes before that train. Mm-hmm. So I that's added to the commute already, like. So things like that just drew it all out, and I tried every strategy. Like, um, I, I I live close to the A train um, near Far Rockaway, so it's it's sometimes more convenient if I'm not pressed for time to just take the A train into the city, um, or even just taking a long Island railroad. Like I tried everything, and it's never it, there was no there was no easy way to do it. It was always hour and a half, sometimes up to two hours getting home. It was just brutal. That's crazy. Yeah, so I needed. I knew that like taking a new job, I didn't want to be in that same situation because it tires you. It tires you out. Um, so I first started looking. So I had. So I actually had no. Initially, I did not want to move into Brooklyn. At least I did. But you. But I, I told you like I wanted to live in your neighborhood, and you was like, "Good luck." <laughs> Good luck. How, how does it turn out for you? Do you live in my neighborhood? Nah. Uh, well, so let me explain another thing to the viewers. I was trying to also move out and live alone. I wasn't trying to do it with a roommate. So 
had that been the situation, if there was a, if I was trying to like um, live with a roommate, there's probably not a neighborhood in New York that I wouldn't be able to afford. Um, just because you know, combined income just helps helps out in any situation. But um, initially, I was looking for like one bedrooms and studios, and uh, I was looking into Harlem at first. Um, and a couple of the things that or situations I ran into, like I, we, I think when we touched on apartment hunting, right? We had no idea what we were talking about because it's really stressful. Yeah, it is. Like, really, really stressful. It's a big decision. It's a it, major commitment. It became, I, it became, it became an obsession. Like, I was constantly on street easy. Well, that's because you put yourself on a time limit. Yes, and yes, and yes, no. yes, yes, and yes. Well, who doesn't put themselves on a time limit? You didn't have to put yourself on a time limit. Is what I'm saying. But I was impressed. I, I was okay as well because it's like I wasn't getting kicked out of my house. Now you were getting kicked out. But you, were trying, <laughs> you were trying to move out before you started your new job. I was. I was. And you were pretty committed to that, so you were impressed. I was. I was committed. I was committed. Um, I looked at maybe fifteen to twenty different places. Honestly, um, I looked. I looked uh, in Harlem, Queens, the Bronx, and Brooklyn. Almost every borough. <laughs> I took a look at, uh, but I was I was originally like trying to live in Harlem, uh, but then a couple like after I so I applied for three places um, throughout the process. The first per, the first place I applied for, someone beat me to the application, like just a couple hours before, and I lost out on my I lost out on my application fee. Um, I had put out a deposit. Got the you deposit. lost out the application. The application was a hundred dollars, yeah. and I thought that was I thought that was unfair, like. If someone beat me, like it's the it's their responsibility to tell me that hey, someone applied already. Yeah. Like, why would you? I I mean, I should have I should have like went hard for it, but I, I mean, it's hundred dollars is a lot, but it's not like the end of the world. At the end of the world type. So I said, like, whatever, whatever. Um, the second one, same situation, not same situation in the sense I put down the money and everything, but. I just didn't feel comfortable with the, like, the, it was like a really, really nice renovated apartment, the unit itself, but the building itself was very old. It was like a, one of those pre-war walk-up buildings, um, and I didn't feel comfortable with the, with everything else besides the apartment itself, right? So, I did more research and digging, um, and it's this website, and we don't, we don't get sponsored for this, so this is not a sponsorship, but... I want to shout out Rent Logic because it's a website that basically grades every single um, it grades every single uh, building in New York City, right? It'll list out complaints, it'll list out violations, it'll list out anything you can imagine about any apartment complex in the city. Um, and then I found out this building had a bunch of complaints, and the biggest one I could not do. Uh, rodents and and uh, and roaches. Mm. Nasty. <laughs> I could not do that one. Um, I could deal. I can. Look, I can deal with hot water. No hot water. Um, and and no heat. And I'm not saying it's ideal situations. I can. I can manage it. But the minute I see a mouse, man, I have not seen mice in an apartment 
since I lived in Queens, like, 10, 12 years ago, like, Queens got the money. It, like, I have not seen, I have not seen that at all, like, so, yeah, like, <laughs> I could not do that, like, especially, like, living on your own, right? You, you know, you're, you're scared. Yeah, because you're responsible for it. Like, if we're living together, right, we see a, ma- a map, so we're like, all right, we're in this together. No, we're not. I'm leaving. <laughs> we're in this together. We got to take I'm it. I'm leaving. We got to rectify the situation together. It's someone else's crib now. That, yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, yo, I'm going to pack my weekend bag. I'm gone. And, hey, like, yo, I'll see you. You know, you can have the, you can have the, you can have the apartment. I'll be back in a couple of days. See if you're still here. If you're still here, we'll, you know, we'll sort things out. But it's yours for now. I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with those. Uh, and there are a lot of places in New York City, man, a lot, like a lot that, that you have to deal with those issues. So that's when I ended up going and looking more towards Brooklyn, which kind of stretched my initial, initially I was trying to find somewhere more closer to work. It kind of stretched it a little bit further than where I was willing to go out to, but that peace of mind is more Oops. important. Is yeah, it's, I'll take an extra 10 minute commute to know that I don't got to deal with that, with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's what led me to, you know, find a one bedroom in, uh, in, in Flatbush, Flatbush, uh, Brooklyn. And, um, well, it's, it's cool. It's, you know, it's living by yourself is, uh, some people have asked me, like, do you get lonely? Never, never, ever. Right, it's easy to stay occupied. It's so easy to get. And another thing is like, just being in Brooklyn as well, there's like, I even that there's things to do, but there's people I know all over the place, right? I'm never too far away from anybody. I'm not too far away from any of my friends, and I'm not too far away from home. Um, mm. Had it been a situation where it was like, because I did, you know, you know, I showed you that place in the Bronx. Yeah. Had it been like that, I'm kind of like really on my own, though. Yeah, I wouldn't have, you're, you died. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, man, like, Brooklyn's or Brooklyn's or Bronx is a, is a troop, um, so nah, yeah, like it's it's really it's really perfect. It's um, but it costs a lot of money in terms of not even just like rent, but just in like in terms of just like um, all the new things that you have to buy for the first time. I, I didn't take anything from my crib besides clothes. Yeah, you know you had to furnish a place to live. Yeah, and uh, that costs a ton of money. A ton of ton of money, but it's it's kind of fun too, because um, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of guys suck at decorate at decorating. Um, I think it depends. Compared to women, guys tend to uh, like I've I've visited a lot of my my um my male friends' apartments and stuff, and it will be like. I still see people with, like, dorm room furniture and stuff. Yeah, it's probably because they still live with roommates and don't really care about it too much. But even if you do live with roommates, you still... I feel like it's dependent. And it depends on, like, the mood that the roommates set. So I feel like it's dependent. Oh, if they, like, don't... Yeah. And it's not like you're going to just be the one person out of three to decorate. Yeah, I will. (laughs) No, you wouldn't, because then when they disregard your stuff, you'd be like, I'm wasting my time, effort, and money. But now when and I have, then after two months, your decorations will be down or messed up, and they'll be like, "I'm not going to pay to fix it." You should at least still have your room looking nice. Sure, but it's. I feel like it's uh, people match your setting. 
Okay. You don't have anybody to match your setting, so it's your setting. True. You know what I mean? True. If you live with two other people and they are dominated over you, I'm sure you try to keep your room as decent as possible, but you wouldn't be concerned about the, like, the living room and the kitchen as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, 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 exactly. That's, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just a matter of just being in, in your in a setting. Yeah, that's the, that, that I will I will say. Um, so that's why, like, thinking, that's why people who do random roommates, it's like always a toss-up. Oh, that is cool. That's a complete toss up. Man. Yeah, exactly. Versus somebody like even having somebody you know, it could still be a toss up. That's uh, I could never do that in in New York at least, just knowing that I've lived here all my life and I know people. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could do a random roommate unless I moved to out to a new city where obviously you don't really know anyone. Like, yeah, and you had to, and you had to. Like, that makes sense. But here, nah. Um, well, nah, it, it's, it was a humbling experience. The whole process? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Very, very humbling. Um, I would say... Just, it, it'll work itself out, man. It's, it's one of those things that, like... It'll, it'll just work itself out. Um, but I'm, I'm happy with the move. Um, to satisfy this far. No real, like, serious complaints. Um, and now I, I, I like the the fact of decorating and, and doing all that stuff. It's like it's you pretty enjoyed it. Enjoy, it. yeah. I still just, still little small items. I'm like still fishing for and getting every now and then. Um, yeah, but, you just moved in there. It's still your first month. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm enjoying Brooklyn too, man. I've been trying to like on the weekends. Most of the time, I've been going out here. Like I haven't really. Honestly, outside of work, I haven't really been in the city. Nice. Enjoying, enjoying the vibe. Like, there's, uh, yeah, so many, so many places, um, like different eateries, um, eateries. It's <laughs> your gentrification speaking. Oh my god. So, what is, what's the appropriate term? Restaurants? Yeah, so it is. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, eateries. There's 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 different places to to eat. Does that satisfy your? Uh, I think that that satisfies your your uh, your definition. Um, but yeah, not Brooklyn. Brooklyn is dope. Um, and I mean, we'll see what we'll see what the next twelve months is like. Like who knows? Who knows? <laughs> what do you mean? Who knows? I don't know. Like I'm, you know, I don't know. Like. You know what my next move is gonna be, like living wise. You know. Oh, if you're gonna stay in Brooklyn or yeah, or, or, or keep on moving. Yeah. Cause, um, hey man, the road is yours. Nah, it, it's it, it's one of those one of those things you gotta remind yourself.
I'm, I'm becoming a Brooklyn native out here. Simmer like, down. <laughs> simmer, simmer, simmer down. You need to take several seats and, and just, you know, take a breath. Oh, man. Let me grab you a cup of water. It seems like maybe the heat of the summer has been getting to you. It's been, yo, it's been so hot. I think it's been a hot summer. Yeah, we talking delirious. It's been a hot summer. And then you say, you, nothing, you, you're so cognizant on just, like, little things. Like, I don't put the AC on unless, like, someone's visiting. That's... That's <laughs> called efficiency. Like, hey, man. Like, that's called efficiency. Live your life, bro. Live your life. It's called efficiency. Um, but any any other updates we wanted to share with the listeners? Um, no, my car died. I feel devastated. Yeah, so now you have to commute, like, the rest of, you know, most New Yorkers. I travel. I take the train and stuff on the weekends. It's just nice to have the option of driving. Well. Now there's no option. How has this been? It's been rough. (laughs) (laughs) It's been rough. But I know God's looking out for me because last night I had to take an Uber. Yeah. Or I was going to take a train back in the city. But the train going to the city was so stupid. I was like, nah, I'm just hopping an Uber. Nah, yo, it's... I feel you on that. So, I usually check out Uber or Lyft, see the cheapest option. Of course. It was an Uber pool for $7 to the crib from where I was at. I will always... Especially because if, you know, if you're not pressed to get back... Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't super pressed. It was it was, it was late cool. enough. I wasn't... I was in a rush. I pull up on an Uber. He pulls up. He's like, yo, I'm going to just turn it off for you. So he ain't even figured nobody else. He gave me the direct, really? the, the express train, the express oobs to the crib. It was lit. I'm really, you know, seven I'm, seven beans to the crib from the city. I'm jealous. I was I was like, yo, you know what? I don't even have a car this weekend, but that's, that's God just looking out, you understanding know it's a rough it's a rough road out here for us, us good folks. That's good folks. I, I'm jealous because I had the opposite experience. So I took the Uber pool last night, and I'm thinking, oh, it's cool. I'm gonna get home. Perfectly, you know, like I'm on, we're on, we're on the expressway, mm. and then they pick up. Like it says, someone's gonna be joined. I'm like, how we're on an expressway? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, where's where, why are we getting off? Like, yeah. I was like, what? Just continue to the destination. Like, yo, Uber, Uber, food. Like you, you, these, like little shared rides can really like. But I thought it was only if like we can really be roads. throwing you off sometimes. Nah, yeah. it can really be throwing off the schedule, like. A yeah. ten minute trip could easily come forty five minutes. No, that's that serious. At the wrong time in in day. That's serious. It really, it really, really like we'll pull. We'll tell you know your expected arrival time, but you gotta get that another like thirty minutes, like just cause, just cause, like. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was hyped. I only just shut it down on a. I got you on the express. I was oh, like, that's, yo, that's love. That definitely went straight to the tip. Yeah, blessings, <laughs> blessings, blessings to him. That's love. Uh, he probably was trying to get home too or something. <laughs> like, yeah, was like, oh, this is on the way to the crib. Yeah, like, this, this works out perfectly. Yeah, but um, hey, I ain't mad at it. Not for real, for real. That's that's um, I've I've seen I've seen every Uber pool experience where it's been like, all right, you was the only one there to get there perfectly, like a normal Uber time. Mm-hmm. Then I, I've seen like three people get picked up, like. <laughs> You know, actually, last Bro. time I caught myself in a little pool, John, it was like somebody had like Uber XL. Yeah. And he did an Uber pool, so he was picking up like mad different people. It was what? crazy. It was, he had like four different groups in there. Like a two person and a couple of singles. It was like, yo, this is outrageous. It's a party. OD. <laughs> Uber party. 
Yeah. Um, but nah, yeah. Uh, I think those are those are our updates. Yeah. Uh, we will get back to, I guess, some more. We'll, we'll have our different topics, um, all those different discussion points, question of the week, things of that, uh, that, uh, that side and stuff. So, um, as always, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, and this has been another episode of